Welcome to episode number 37 of Down the Rabbit Hole. Carl, good morning. Yeah, How good. are you? I'm fine. It's another week, another winter's day, but it's uh -huh. actually pretty cold, isn't it? And misty. Yeah, misty, chilly. And I haven't heard any aeroplanes going over this morning. <sighs> That's a little bit scary. Yeah, what could be close? Especially since I have to fly tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, my understanding is with Cluj Airport that they yeah. will take off in the fog, but they won't land. They the won't fog. land, yeah. Yeah, so you, sh you should be okay. I should be okay, yeah, I hope. Yeah. So, episode 37, this mm. is the second part of our topic about end of the world predictions. End of the world, yeah. And we are trying now, in this mm. second part, to talk about the science predictions. A bit more... The scientific ones. Something with a bit of kind of information. Sense, if you want to call it. it. Yeah. yeah, because obviously in the first one, it is unbelievable. We were discussing, weren't we, that um, yeah. at the end of the uh, first segment, that uh, it seems as if literally every generation... Has this underlying idea that it's the last one. <laughs> it's the last one. And but the thing is that every year yeah. you have at least three, four, yeah. five uh, predictions yeah. of end of the world. And then, of course, you know, with the recent millennium, uh -huh. um, immediately before there were many, weren't there? Oh, yeah. Just in 1999, there must have been about huh. literally one a month. Exactly. Right? One per month was appearing one, Which at least. It's very disappointing. And that's just the ones we know about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that reach uh, bigger levels, let's yeah. say. Yeah, that actually got into the media in any sense. Yeah. Or, of course, the internet is a, now has a very low uh, threshold yeah. of credibility in terms of story. Uh, but, yeah, so now we're going to look at maybe some things that could happen. Yeah. Um, and we can start with uh, some of those scientific predictions made by some uh, yeah, uh, various people. Various people. Yeah. And the first one is in the year... Uh, well, years from now. For years from now, 500,000 years yeah, from now. Half a million years. Shall yes. I just take this one? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, this is this... I think he's, I think he's a British scientist, uh -huh, I think. Uh -huh. Yes, I think so. I, I could be wrong. He's called Nick Bostrom. He's actually a guy... We've, we've come across him before. Um, the other time we came across him, he had a uh, a conjecture that he worked out, which is to do with whether we're living in a simulation or uh -huh. not. And uh, you can it, you can listen that in our episode of Blue Pill Red Pill. Yeah, Blue Pill Red Pill. That was yeah. it. A very interesting conjecture. Anyway, he also he also came up with this. Uh, well, it is based on kind of probabilities, I suppose, uh -huh. uh, that the Earth will be hit by an asteroid um, uh -huh. of roughly one kilometer in diameter in the next 500,000 years. And this is a pretty, this is a pretty well understood thing. It is, it is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. And in order for it to cause, uh, be an extinction level, extinction level event, Um, it would have to be uh, at least one kilometer in the diameter and probably three to ten. And there are actually a number of candidates that um, are in the pipe that uh -huh. are actually going to come around a lot sooner than that. I think one is that a 
is it Apophis, I think it's called, which is uh-huh. 2037 or something. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, that is so close, they can't, can't even call it at the moment fully. Yeah, they cannot be really said exactly. And, and again, this is actually driving this um, near-Earth object stuff that's going on and these plans to uh, come up with technologies to uh, nudge and defend Earth, let's say, from asteroids, yeah. Yeah. You know, Bruce Willis won't always be around. That that movie is exactly what reminds me. Every, Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah. Armageddon out here. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so uh, this thing of actually using, like in Armageddon, they used a, uh-huh. a nuclear weapon. That is apparently a no-no. That's a really <laughs> silly thing to do. Uh, but they have all these various um, ideas about... Um, attaching a mass driver to an asteroid. Another one is actually to have a mirror that goes along the side of it and directs sunlight onto the mirror, then onto the asteroid, and just the uh, power of the that of beam, the of the beam will yeah. very slowly start to push it away. And another one is actually just uh, orbiting or putting a heavy probe next to an asteroid the difference in mass will actually cause the track of the asteroid to change mm-hmm. you know the gravitational attraction even though yeah. it's tiny you know what that also the, reminds me that yeah. kind of thing uh there was a cartoon in the 80s i think it was yeah. called thunder the barbarian where oh, supposedly yeah. an asteroid crosses between earth and moon mm-hmm. and pulls off uh, breaks the the moon in half and causes yeah. a lot of problems on Earth and, you know, it's like a post-apocalyptic yeah. world. Right. Well, oh, so the moon goes out of orbit or something. Uh, it's cracked, actually. Cracked. Yeah. The moon's cracked. Yeah. And something happening with the uh, oceans. And, right. Yeah. Well, there is an intimate connection. Right? Mm-hmm. So this was the first one. Yeah. And, of course, I think asteroid is the most common uh, Usually asteroid, isn't it? Although it could be a comet, right? which is icy, yeah. icy water. And we have this, uh, you know, widely accepted now theory about the extinction of dinosaurs, about uh, an asteroid crashing in Mexico, in, in Mexico. Yucatan. Yucatan, that's it. Yeah. That's 100 kilometers across or something. Like exactly. That. So if we think about 100 kilometers... <laughs> that's crash, right. and this guy is predicting one kilometer well, diameter... Well, three to ten... And three to ten would be for in extinction yeah. of human life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this one that uh, hit in um, in Mexico. I'm not sure how big the saying that actually is because I know there was the crater a, was the huge. crater's huge, but there was a, apparently there was a survey. A survey ship uh-huh. uh, went out to the crater and has done a seismological survey. Uh-huh. And they, Recently, they, actually, not long ago. It's very it's this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I think they were doing some. Drilling as well, weren't they? Uh-huh, to see if they could find any... Yeah, what the composition Composition was. of it, yeah. Because they don't know whether it was an iron meteorite or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Or it was obviously a UFO, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, so an interesting one. Yes. The, uh, so I think the interesting kind of thing about the asteroid hit is it is going to happen. It's yes, kind of in- inevitably will happen. And we saw, for example, last year, those videos yeah. that went viral in Russia, remember? Yeah. Caused a lot of damage. Right? Coming down and pow, all the cracking in and the a- sky. And-, and apparently that was like as big as a small family car. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
all the windows crashed and started to something like a thousand people injured yeah nobody died i think or i think a couple of people died of heart attacks or something like that but they were gonna go anyway right well we will go all of us anyway so (laughs) (laughs) one day or another one way or another so what have what have we got next one next uh one million years from now we won't be bothered by this no Mm. Is the geological society, uh, yeah. and they claim that Earth mm. will likely have undergone a supervolcanic eruption yeah. large enough to erupt 3,200 uh, cubic, cubic kilometers. kilometers. That's a lot, right? That's a lot. In really. anybody's book, that's a lot. Yeah, of course, we're talking about magma, and the event is comparable to that Toba super eruption 75,000 years ago. Yeah. yeah the- so that could mean also. Uh, curtains end of humanity end <laughs> yeah. of life game over yeah and in fact obviously there are some super volcanoes actually known which is oh, yeah. Yellowstone of Yellowstone course. and it's kind of waking and it's, up well it's moving it's but, moving yeah. and I believe they're on top of that literally <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but there are others I believe aren't there it's yes. not just Yellowstone uh huh and there was, there was a movie wasn't there yeah what exactly was, what was um, called Volcano was it Something like that. Yes, what, Brosnan, one, was it? There's one that appears actually in LA, <laughs> in a geological park. Oh, that's with, um, yeah. Uh, they try to build Tommy Lee Jones in it. A contention barrier direct through the streets yeah, the, yeah. to go to the ocean. That was hilarious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but the other one, that was actually set in Yellowstone, wasn't it? Do you remember? Ah, yes, yes. It the, was the, the woman. I think it was Pierce Brosnan. In I, it. Um, no, uh, I think uh, Nicolas Cage, no. I don't, know. I don't recall right now, but it's one yeah, that one of those, there was yeah. somebody giving some... Uh, there aren't that many yeah. super volcanoes. I think it was so. 2012, no? Yeah, the movie that in top of the world. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, so super volcano. Uh-huh. Uh, if the asteroids don't get us... A super volcano whale? We're going to be eating ash for uh, <laughs> quite some time. Yeah. Next uh, one. Yeah, the next one. Shall I... Yeah. Okay, the next one... Um, is not going to bother any of us much. I'd be shocked if the human race still existed anyway. And it's a hundred million years uh, within a hundred years, the far, far yeah. future. And by that time, a, um, a, a guy, presumably a scientist called Stephen A. Nelson, he's one-upping uh, Nick Bostrom with his three to 10-kilometre asteroid, he is predicting that likely to happen in within 100 million years will be hit by an asteroid 10 to 15 kilometres in diameter. Uh, here, here we have the info, which is comparable to the one that killed the dinosaurs yeah. 16 million years exactly. ago. Exactly. And with a footnote, assuming it cannot be averted, I suspect diverted was yeah. the word they were groping for there. Or but avoided. <laughs> That's right. Push the Earth out of the way, yeah, and then move it back. Uh huh. Um, and again, all these various technologies to try and nudge the orbits of asteroids is all in its infancy at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I believe, I believe it's the case that NASA do have a mission planned to actually capture an asteroid and put it in. Uh, lunar or, orbit, uh-huh, uh-huh. so that they can then fly missions to it and land on it, figure it out, and maybe try things out on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
I think that would make a great disaster movie, of course, because <laughs> yeah. obviously it will go wrong. Obviously. What if it crashes in the moon and destroys the moon? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, or, or they lose control of it and it crashes into, I don't know, the Kremlin, <laughs> whoever the current any, whoever the current bogeyman is at the time. Uh-huh. Right? So, yeah, but will Bruce Willis be in it? I don't nah, know. I think he's... Maybe his daughter, the daughter of uh, oh, Steven Tyler. Yeah, she could be in it. Or it could be Bruce Willis, just the head preserved in the Futurama glass <laughs> yeah. thingy. Back to Giving to advice, Futurama. right? Yeah, of course. him out, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah, I think we've, I think we've run out of uh, <laughs> <laughs> gags on that one. So you can do... The next one. The next one. 500 million years from now. Wow. Within that time. The level of carbon dioxide in, a, in the atmosphere will drop dramatically, making the Earth uninhabitable. Yeah, but I don't understand that. Carbon dioxide going down. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to ask. Oh. Because I'm gonna I would think keep that talking. actually we would be worried that it will grow. The other way. And greenhouse effect. And, and then we have a greenhouse effect and start to be a problem for plants to actually, since we are destroying also all vegetation... Yeah. To process all that excess of uh, carbon dioxide. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking it up now while we're, we're just talking. But uh-huh. yeah, as you say, we, we all kind of think of the uh, greenhouse effect rather than... The opposite. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway. uh, so I was wondering, how can you make mm. carbon dioxide... Disappear. Disappear. Um, I'm just looking at his research stuff now. Unfortunately, I can't... I haven't got time to actually wade through it all to find it, but... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we leave that as a question to our listeners. Yeah, we don't know... If you know, how can you make carbon dioxide from the atmosphere to drop... Yeah, to as uninhabitable level. To create an uninhabitable level will change the quality of the air, because we also have that in our... What we breathe. Well, of course, plants but, are breathing uh, carbon dioxide. Yes, but they are changing it. Yeah, I know, but... It, so how does the carbon dioxide reduce... Too many plants, or it gets locked up in oh. the oceans, or something. It was something, right? Yeah. What do we know? <laughs> right? Exactly. So, next one. <laughs> oh, am I doing the next yeah. one? Um, okay, this is a little later than um, the carbon dioxide one. It's five to six hundred million years. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, a lady called Anne Minard, I presume she's a scientist. And she is suggesting or predicting that that is enough time for us to experience a gamma ray burst or massive hyper-energetic supernova. And that if it occurs within six and a half thousand light-year radius of the Earth, uh, that would be close enough to actually... Uh, affect the ozone layer, but I presumably destroy it, and that would then trigger a mass extinction, um, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, but um, n- the supernova would have to be in a very specific yeah. kind of location and situation for it to directly affect the Earth, but. What the heck? It's it's a long time away. Right? Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. 
that yeah. she mentions this kind uh, that uh, yeah it's similar what happened in the or the vision silurian extinction events which is how long ago they did well four five five to four thirty uh-huh is that, million is that million or m a million it? years ago yeah interesting uh-huh but it's not proven presumably I think it's hard to say right yeah but this is one actually of the big five that they are calling. The OS, this KPG is the one of the dinosaurs. Right. Uh huh. So there have been five one, two, three, four, oh, five. Oh, extinction events. Extinction right. events. Right. Yes. And this one was, this one was huge 49 to 60% of marine life and nearly 85% of marine species, species generally. Um, I, I think this might be part of evolution, right? Whoever survived, adapted, and exactly. kept on... Clears house, right? Yeah. Whoever survives gets to have another girl. Yeah. Uh, tries to take the top of the tree, uh-huh. the top of the food chain. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that is um, the gamma ray burst. Yes. Next one, one to five billion years <laughs> from now. So Various people uh, predicting yeah. that. Is the estimated end of the sun's current phase of development. Yeah. After which it uh, will swell into a red giant, mm. either swallowing the earth or at least completely scorching it. Yes. So sunglasses won't work yeah, on no, that occasion. Not even the, the highest uh, s- s- sunscreen. Just before then, you'll be able to buy Sun Factor 100,000 cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they said that it will occur around 5 billion years from now. Yeah. But, you know, as the sun is growing gradually hotter over millions of years, Ooh, the Earth actually may become too hot Within earlier than that yeah. to sustain life. Right. So we don't really need to reach the point yeah. of that. Even before, the Earth will be gone already. So if you're planning a property empire, don't plan too far ahead. I yeah, think the, I think just shorter. Keep, keep it shorter. Uh, sell while you can, while the market's <laughs> up. Yes. <laughs> so what do we got after that? Oh, Whoa. we got another in the one... To 1.3 billion, billion. Right? yeah. This is, oh, right. This is um, two guys, three guys, I think. Uh-huh. No, two three. guys. Three. Three. Uh, uh, a, f- a guy called Frank, a guy called Banana, and um, somebody Blanc. called Van Bloor. And, and he's not a Bond villain. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, he, they are saying that eukaryotic life will die out. And uh, eukaryotic life is the cellular type that uh-huh. we're made of. Yeah. Uh, and it's saying only prokaryotes, remain. prokaryotes will remain. But they will die due carbon dioxide, uh, dioxide starvation, which yeah, again... Same thing, right? Which yeah. we don't quite understand. We should have done more research on that one. Yeah, on the carbon dioxide, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the prokaryotic prokaryotes are the cruder, more primitive cellular life forms. Um, yeah, so that's way out there, right? It's way far in the, in yeah. the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's unicellular organisms. And, and, and of course, we have to say that all these are natural events and we should, yeah. we should spend a few minutes at, later discussing provoked technology, yeah. science, blah, blah, blah. So we have next 7.5 billion years, mm. prediction by David Powell. Mm. 
the Earth and Moon will be most likely destroyed by falling into the Sun. Well, that's that's a happy thought. Yes. Yeah, it's similar to the previous one we mentioned. Yeah, uh, when the Sun reaches the tip of its uh, red giant face mm. and its maximum radius is 256 times the present-day value. Well. So the final collision, the moon possibly spirals below Earth's uh, rush, rush limit, mm. and it will break into, you know, debris. And <sighs> most of it will fall on Earth's surface, causing destruction of everything. Especially if you live around the equator, I would imagine. Will be the first affected, no? Well, yeah, I suppose it's going around there, isn't it? Yeah. Ish. They will be... Yeah. Big around and down a new Grand Canyon all the way around, <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to finish. Yeah, two more of those. Hmm. Oh yeah, twenty-two billion uh-huh. years into the future. Oh, this is looking serious. This is actually the end of the universe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sometimes apparently called the Big Rip. Um, assuming a model of dark energy. Um, uh, basically, the it looks like the fabric of space-time will basically fall apart. Uh-huh. Um, so there's no hiding from that one, okay? Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, who knows where we would... I can't imagine us even surviving the next 500,000 years. So <laughs> the, the way we're going on. 22 billion yeah. seems let's, way... Let's not worry early. about it, right? And then there is one more, which is... Which is actually interesting, the name or the time frame. Yeah. 10 duotrignitillion yeah. years. That's a big number. That's uh, like a huge... That's another end of the universe scenario, right? Yeah. So... The heat death death of the Mm. universe is a scientific theory. And here they talk that the universe will diminish to a state of no uh, thermodynamic free energy. Yeah. Therefore, will no longer sustain motion or life itself. Blimey. Yeah. That is. Does that mean no more television? Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. So. Very depressing. uh, What we were talking about, the the years, duotrignitillion... It's related to the, oh, the Google. Google number, yeah. uh, which is 10 to the 100th. Yeah, power, yeah. Power, yes. That's a lot of zeros, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, That's really, really long. Yeah. It is not related to the Google, the company. No, no, no. The name. It's nothing. No, no, no. It has nothing to do. They're not related. No. Actually, uh, and another name that they give to this uh, oh, yeah. value is exactly that one, 10 duotrignitillion on the short scale. Yeah. And then 10,000 sexdecillion on the long scale, or 10 sexdecilliard on the Pelletier long scale. Well, that's cleared it up for Whatever me. Whatever it is. That's cleared it up for me. It's a big number. It's far, it's, far away. It's huge. Yeah. So those are the kind of natural... Yes, disasters that we could... Certainly face. What have we got on the technology side? Well, there is one actually uh, recently <laughs> appeared an article on the, uh, actually the BBC. Uh, no, Daily Mail. Sorry, Daily Mail. Oh, dear, the Daily Mail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they said that end of the world is not night after all. It's been pushed back until 2100. 
Oh, why is that? Because now the scientists were able to oh. use a computer model to predict how quickly resources will run out oh. of Earth. Right. And there was a previous uh, experiment made in the 70s, uh-huh. but they didn't have enough computer power to run the whole oh. model. Right. Or to take into consideration the technology advancement that we have. But they published it anyway. Right? Yes, which the reason we are pushing back 50 years the end of the world, yeah. because the first end of the world in 72 in the study was 2050. Ah, blimey, that's But now we away. push it back 50 ah. years because, you know, there's advancements in food production. So this is exhausting resources yes, and all this Companies stuff. are producing less uh, damaging gases emissions. Right, right. So... Potentially, population is going to peak around Certainly. 2050 and actually start yeah. to gradually fall. So, this is one. Mm. Ending the resources of Earth. Mm. Because there's a very interesting website, I don't know whether people know about it, which actually uh, shows on uh, every day in real time uh-huh. how many Earth Earth's resources we're using up uh-huh. at any moment. And it's something like, at the moment, at the rate we're consuming, uh-huh. we're using like 1.3 Earth's worth of resources mm-hmm. to actually provide the wealthy Northern Hemisphere its lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> and that if everybody wanted to live the same lifestyle, um, it would run out even quicker. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah. but you know, Yeah. And what about the AI apocalypse? Mm. Well, that's uh, a lot of people now came onto that, mm. uh, talking about Stephen Hawking, yeah. talking about. Uh, We're at the beginning of this, right? Yeah, uh, what's his name? He just made another declaration recently. Uh, Musk, uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, related to AI and the demise of civilization or human beings yeah. because of AI. Yeah, and in fact, uh, also Stephen Hawking has. In January this year, 2016, mm-hmm. he released uh, a statement saying his four top ways uh, humanity will or could end. Oh. So the first one is nuclear warfare, That's which is always, it's always there. It's popular. It's been popular for the last 50 years. That one. Yes. Uh, global warming is the second one. Of course. Climate change, right? Climate change. Mm-hmm. We're affecting it with industries, whatever. Uh, allegedly, I think. Uh, yes. Number three mm. is man-made viruses. That is a very, very spooky one, is if I'd say. And, of course, we've also got the upcoming, uh, what do they call it, the antibiotic, antibiotics apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Where no, none, of the, uh, none of the antibiotics work. So even if you cut your finger, you could die, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll throw that one in there. And, of course, the last one is the one that he signed a joint letter with yeah. about robots, about artificial intelligence. Yes. Where he is saying that, you know, uh, it's artificial intelligence uh, weapons could create a global arms race. Yes. In the future. And artificial intelligence, he said uh, this, artificial inter- inter- intelligence technology mm. has reached a point where the deployment of such system is practically, if not legally, Feasible within years, not decades. Yeah. And the stakes are high. Autonomous weapons have been described as the third revolution of in warfare mm. after gunpowder and nuclear arms. Mm. This well, is part of what the letter reads. Well, there is... Um, I know that the US Air Force and I know that the UK um, Royal Air Force uh, are both 
I believe, sharing some of the research yeah. about unmanned fighter jets, yeah. interceptors, and they look very futuristic, of course, very kind of stealthy, yeah. and they are, I believe, they've already done simulated um, in flight simulators where uh, pilots have had to uh, go in battle in full-scale yeah. against AI-controlled interceptors, and they lose every time, right? <laughs> um, the thing is, of course, what people are worried about is if they give them sufficient independence yeah. um, of action, what yeah. are the consequences, right? They're making moral decisions. How can they do that? Exactly. Which is, you know... And, uh, of course, he says that... Uh, You know, probably by that time there's a, a major global disaster. Yeah. We might be already safe in space as well. Yeah. Spreading yeah. out. You would hope. So, right? I don't know. You would hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it will all be, be, it'll be all the poor people left on Earth. Of course. To suffer the consequences <laughs> of all this stuff, right? Have you, have you seen that film, uh, Elysium? Uh, yes. Yes, great movie. Really. Uh -huh. In movie. fact, uh, now that I was thinking about artificial intelligence mm. and how can it develop, mm. are you seeing Westworld? The TV no, series? No, I've not seen oh it. Oh my Is god! It good? Is oh it good? yes, I like it. I love mm. it. Mm. And the last episode of the season, episode 10. Right. Wow. Uh, just on wow. this. Just I'm on, not giving spoilers. No, don't give spoilers. Have Have you also? There's another movie as we just talked about movies for a minute. Um, that movie called She, I think it's called, which is about the AI operating system. Uh -huh. And it's a really good movie. Um, it's only like 18 months old. I'd recommend it. And uh, it had a really nice twist in it, which was um, this guy, a famous guy. I think it's Joaquin Phoenix, was it? Uh-huh. I think. I, I don't recall now. I, uh, actually, I don't know if I saw it, actually. I think it's called She. And he buys this operating system. It looks very much like Windows, shall we say. Uh -huh. uh, but when you load it, it loads this AI core. And then basically the operating system builds a relationship with you, the user. And the whole move is about this guy. He falls in love with his operating system. Right? Uh -huh. And he becomes more and more obsessed With the, now, it has to be said that the operating system's voice is provided by Scarlett Johansson. Uh-huh. So clearly one. it's unfair, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's Donald Trump's voice or something. Uh -huh. right? Or Hillary Clinton's, right? It's yeah. it's Scarlett Johansson, so it's all very breathy and God knows. Is it called she? Did you find it? Is it called she? I, I think it's called she. Probably. Anyway, I the, know, I was the funny bit right some. at the end is that he becomes obsessed and then right at the end of the movie she uh, devastates, the operating system devastates this uh, guy by saying, because he finds out that she's actually engaging in uh -huh. simultaneous affairs, inverted commas, with like 7,000 other humans or something. So she's like double-timing him in parallel. So it's... And this was the end of the movie, and this guy's totally devastated. Um, he's very funny, uh -huh. in, in a strange way. 
And I was reading now also another article related to yeah. this thing of uh, end of the world. Mm -hmm. And some of the clues, uh, it was published on the Science Times. Yeah. And they are saying that, uh, once again, uh, some team of Australian researchers mm -hmm. have been measuring the total output of stars, uh, the energy right. output, mm -hmm. and is now only half from what it used to be two billion years ago. Really? Yeah. And according to Simon Driver, which is a professor of the University of Western Australia mm -hmm. and one of the leaders of the Gamma Project, mm -hmm. the universe is slowly dying. Mm. And this is not surprising, but they said that in general, uh, the universe will still be around for a oh, few wow. more billion years. Yeah. However, when it comes to life on Earth, we might not be so lucky. Because, and comes back to what we mentioned before. In a previous study, uh, made the, they made, Jaco Miley James made a prediction that the end of the world will arrive for our civilization on Earth mm. as a result of too little carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Again, with again, the yeah, we need to understand that, yeah, but not today. And he also states that any living thing requires li uh, liquid water, according to O'Malley James. Mm -hmm. Any remaining life will be restricted to pockets of liquid water perhaps in caves underground or at higher altitudes. Huh. Any surviving organism would also have to cope with extreme ultraviolet radiation and extreme high temperatures. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh -huh. And then, of course, we have the potential threat from nanotechnology. Nanotechnology. But isn't that related to AI a bit? Uh, or do you uh, think that, uh, for well, example, nanotechnology mm. seems that very uh, futuristic or very sci-fi mm. could be very useful, for example, for medicine or this kind of stuff. It's true. And I mean, in fact, nanotechnology is in everyday use today. So, Nowadays, for example, in yeah. sun creams, right, is uh, very tiny aluminium nanoparticles, yeah. which they actually don't fully understand what the long-term uses of that are. Will cost, yeah, yeah. Um, but, of course, it's dumb technology, of course. And when they talk about nanotechnology and... Uh, end-of-the-world scenarios or catastrophes. It's to do with kind of smart nanotechnology, uh -huh. isn't it? Which is still the stuff of science fiction, but, yeah, you know. I also found another article uh, mm. pointing that uh, doesn't really say who, the source, but saying that some scientists from around the world are warning that we may have reached a tipping point after 3.5 billion years of evolutionary trial and error. Ah. So, and the problem lies with the loss of major species so, such as elephants, mm. which uh, would have a knockoff effect on the world we live in. Mm. And this would they call uh, the sixth uh, mass biological oh, extinction sixth event. Sixth extinction, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I read a couple of months ago an article saying that uh, in the last 50, 60 years or something, we've lost something like, I don't know, some ridiculous number like uh -huh. 40% of biodiversity or something. It's just crazy. Crazy, right? yeah. And it's like we seem to be like lemmings heading towards a, a cliff edge of uh -huh. sustainability. And uh, who knows what the world... Well, aren't they in fact talking this week about how giraffes are in severe, under severe pressure? Yeah, exactly, in Kenya. Yeah. And in fact, they made experiments in Kenya... I. Uh, where they had isolated patches of land from megafauna such as zebras, giraffes, and elephants and observed how the ecosystem was reacting to the removal of these species. Right. And they noted that actually uh, 
very quick, the land becomes overwhelmed with rodents. Right. Grass and shrubs increase, and the rate of soil uh, compaction decreases. Because, of course, as soon as you have an absence of something, something else moves in. Exactly. So seeds and shelter become more easily available, Mm. and the risk of uh, predation drops. Yeah. Yes. Therefore, the number of rodents doubles, so does the abundance of disease-carrying uh, ectoparasites. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the, like... The, more stuff like that, yes. It's kind of like the food chain. It's like that game um, Jenga, you know? Jenga, Jenga. The, yeah, you take like out it, one block. If we keep taking the, the wrong block, one, yeah. we'll pull the wrong one out and the whole thing will just go... Collapse down. And uh-huh. yeah. what the hell happens then, right? Uh-huh. As long as it doesn't happen while we're still here, man. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, these are some of the scientific, uh, yeah, some predictions of, the, of yeah, the world, kind of natural um, phenomena, and some scientific stuff. That's assuming we don't get invaded by machine intelligence, uh huh, mm-hmm. or aliens. Well, alien machine <laughs> intelligences, because that's apparently the most likely form it will take. Yeah, will be you know. Not a life form, I mean, but we a, know people, an AI. Life yeah, exactly. Form. We know people that go, ag, 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 but yeah. they could come as well from outer space. Yes, and as we, yes. <laughs> one one thing we do know is it won't be something that looks like a Dalek from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Because as we know, the way to defeat a Dalek invasion is to go upstairs. <laughs> they cannot go it's, there. <laughs> all they do is bump into the bottom step, waving their things around. So, yes. you know. So, you know. Or pinch the eye. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Sticky plaster over the end. It's it's game over, right? So, yeah, there is hope. Yes. So what are we we doing next after this show? Ah, pay attention because we have... uh, I am paying attention, Ruth. Oh, you mean the listeners, right? Listeners. (laughs) Christmas show. Christmas show, because this is a Christmas Yes, we're going to have some special guests. Mm-hmm. We're aiming to have some of the people that have been uh, at Down the Rabbit Hole and some others, mm. uh, including uh, Dan Cohen, mm. uh, Professor Horia Pop, mu- various musicians and musicians, uh, historians, and so on. And we're going to talk about traditions, myths about Christmas, yeah. and probably some science part about certain have, things about Christmas. We can't have the professor here without talking about some yeah, science. Of course. Right? And. We should warn you, there will be a degree of beer drinking and pizza. Yes, we're right. going to have beer and pizza. But there's one more thing. Mm. The show will be live mm. on the 18th. So pay attention mm-hmm. because uh, next week yeah. we are going to pass the live show we did last weekend, yeah. 18th of uh, uh, December. Yeah, It's going to appear this Tuesday, next Tuesday, with... What we talked about, Christmas, yeah, uh, traditions. traditions, we had many surprises there. So if you didn't listen to it live, yeah. now you will have the chance to listen it recorded in the podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be, it was, it was great, actually. It was great fun last year. Fun. Uh, it was great fun. And uh, we're going to try and repeat it, but maybe have a different mix of guests and yeah. maybe some impromptu music. Uh-huh. Um, who knows? Yes. So, Enjoy. Have a good end of the year. If uh, we don't talk to you anymore, but uh, we will. I think we'll we have will. more topics. We yeah. we actually are not really stopping. I hope uh, you will have a great time. See you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Rafa. Goodbye.
All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Dark Mind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved. Dark Mind Radio 2016.